Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Remarkably You. I am your host, Alex McNaught. I am a life coach with Mindbloom NZ and I also love doing psychic readings, mediumship readings and just helping people with their beautiful inner world and finding out how they can live their best life in this human experience that they're having now you know, this temporary human experience. Today, I really want to talk about um, healing, healing modalities and healing books and resources and things that you can explore to develop your relationship with self and your relationship with spirit because it is actually the same. You know, we talk about this experience, this relationship with spirit and with source and you know, God and Allah and all these beautiful, beautiful entities um, outside of ourselves, right? It's like, okay, so it's them and us and they are one step ahead and they are a little bit more and a little bit better than and a little bit higher up and a little bit further along or a lot further along for feeling like a right hot mess, um, which I'm sure we all do very often. No one has ever got it all together, I tell you that. Um <laughs> even coaching everyone's like I don't need coaching I'm like don't you because I think everybody does um so the wonderful thing that is around now is these beautiful texts that really teach us that there is nothing outside of you that is bigger than you and more advanced than you you know you are them and I'll go back I'll go into that a little bit so we we separate out God and source and spirit you know I'm going to talk a bit about spirit guides for a moment which I'll, I'll go into in depth in a different episode but I want to talk to you and say your spirit guides are not more advanced than you they don't know more than you they aren't better than you and you aren't being punished by having a human experience um they didn't you know um <laughs> I think a lot of it and I used to think it's a little bit myself a little bit too I used to think is there like a is this all like a video game and we go through levels and they have reached the highest level <laughs> and some spiritists would say yes they have they have reached the level in which they don't have to come back here anymore or um they have reached a level in which they know all and can now just be and support others that is not really correct <laughs> it's like who should I disagree with first um <laughs> is that, you know, this is not a punishment and this is not school <laughs> or university where, or even work where we decide that these levels of ability um, or capability, you know, reflect our worth and where we're at and we need to constantly do the work, I use my fingers there, to do the so-called work to get to the next level. Yes, we are here to do the work. The work is being a human. That is your work. There is no additional work if you don't have to. You know, there's this real kind of capitalist mindset built from the industrial age, well, probably actually before then, um, where there's like, okay, we need to work hard and prove our worthiness and prove ourselves, and we can't possibly be lazy because, 
you know, lazy humans are disgusting and we judge them. Um, no, if someone wants to sit on the corner of the street for, for their whole life, then that is, their, that is, that is what they're meant to do. <laughs> and if they are not meant to do that and have that experience, because that is an experience that the universe wants to have of itself, because we are just the universe experiencing itself. We are all one thing and one being. Um, and I'll give some books and things where it talks about that a bit more. Because that's a big concept for people to understand, is that we are all just one. So, and I'm going to talk to you, I'm going to give you some book examples that I have, um, that I think that you might really enjoy. They're not too, I've got, you know, actually some of these are, are quite in depth, but not too bad. I think you can definitely um, enjoy them as much as I did. And um, so, yeah, I don't want to make it as if, oh, they're too hard for you. I'm meaning more in terms of practical application. I like books where you can actually, there's stuff in there you can use and apply. Not like, I'm going to give you these, you know, this really hard book that you can't actually do anything with. Like, it's not helpful, Alex, is it? So, if someone wants to sit in the corner and of the street for their whole life, then the universe wants to do that. They want to have that experience of sitting on that corner street and seeing what happens and seeing who passes by and what experiences they have on that lemon corner. Who are we to judge? I'm then going to go live a different life and do other things and I'm going to experience that. And the universe is going to be like, yeah, I get to experience that. And I get to experience this and that and that. So it's having eight at the moment, almost eight billion different experiences. You know, how magical. And then before that, obviously billions more. So how wonderful are all those experiences and it's building its consciousness. So it is not up to us to say anyone else's experience is less than or less than worthy or not as good as and we all need to be striving for more and better and bigger and working harder. That is a very egoic concept. It is our mind taking over, our fear driver, our judgment driver and it's always the mind. Anything negative is the mind. The heart and the intuition and the love space and spirit and all the beautiful stuff that doesn't have any judgment. There's just no room for that. It's all unconditional love in there. And that's the place we always want to go back to. And I will talk about in future episodes as well. Always come back to how you can switch out of that egoic state. Oh, I'll say that now actually. If you do find yourself judging, the first thing you can do is snap out, is catch yourself. That's the hardest bit because we do it without even realizing. We're judging others whether we don't even realize. We... <laughs> We are criticizing and complaining and judging and criticizing ourselves mostly because we never criticize others if we're not critical of ourselves. Um, when you have, oh, airplane, perfect timing, thank you. Um, so when we are judging others and criticizing others for their behavior, you know, we have these high expectations of our partners and of our loved ones. Don't tell me you don't. <laughs> You know, we expect people to live like us. We expect people to be like us because our minds are very simple. You know, this is why our mind is just a tool. It's just a tool to help us. It's kind of like, a, you know, we've got this toolkit we go through life with. And our mind is just a screwdriver. And I like to use the analogy of a screwdriver because it screws us over all the time. <laughs> Bloody takes over. Everything needs a screwdriver. No, sometimes I need a jackhammer, okay? Um, and so our ego is very dominant and it takes over a lot of us a lot of things and so what the best thing we can do is catch it and say 
to ourselves. And this is a beautiful, this actually came from one book that I'm going to recommend, um, which is actually a really nice, sim- simply written book um, with some practical exercises, really good introdu- introductory book for those who are really just kind of learning about this universe concept and source concept. And what does that mean? What does manifestation mean? What does the universal laws mean? Um, and that is um, The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. And she's quite popular. She's very popular. She's American, I think in California, very popular um, in terms of, yeah, manifestation, law of attraction. Um, but she does, it is a great book for really learning how to switch it off the ego. And she has something that she says, I am, I am surrendering my fear to the universe and I'm ready to learn through love. And that is a wonderful thing you can say or a version of your version of that that resonates with you when you find yourself in worry, feeling afraid, feeling angry, um, judgmental, having expectations of others. Um, you can go, okay, I surrender my fears to the universe and I'm ready to learn through love. Now that ready to learn through love is connecting with the heart space. So other th- other um, practitioners, other things I've heard in the past is, you know, I release my fears or I release my anger, or release my judgment, what do you want to say? And I lean into my heart. And that is just connecting it from the heart to the heart space. And what that is, is without all the labels, it's really just connecting to your inner self, your true self. Because your true self isn't a bitch. <laughs> it's not. It's our outside. It's our ego. Our ego is a bitch or a bastard or whoever I'm talking to. Um, so it's, it's honestly, it's just trying to keep us small. I'm going to do a whole episode be a few in the future on ego and on the mind because it's a tricky sucker and we really need to transcend it now I say in the last episode I said you know I don't really believe in transcending the ego entirely like forever because it's a tool in our toolkit and we need to use it but it has a purpose and what we've done is we've we've overused it I don't know if how many of you work in corporate and what we this is a corporate very guilty of doing this probably any organization really is like you get one little solution and we go, okay, let's just do this temporary solution and we'll just use a little bit of it. And because the organization are like, oh, we've got a solution. And they just, they, they use it everywhere, but it was never meant for that. And so it doesn't fully work. It doesn't actually really help. <laughs> it actually makes things a little bit worse <laughs> because it's not really, you know, like, like an IT solution. You know, IT are like, okay, we'll just use this temporary, kind of like a SharePoint. We'll just use SharePoint temporarily as, you know, to, document management system and the intranet and temporarily right because they're going to build something much better and the universe are like woohoo we've got a solution and then they just put everything on there and poor it are like no and then what happens is sharepoint who's not made for that is just like busting its guts and it's falling apart and so everything's just a little bit shit everything's a little bit broken and i like to see the ego as that everything it makes everything a little bit shit and a little bit broken because we overuse it but really it has its own little purpose, its own little tool, SharePoint, its own little tool. It's just not meant to be used on the huge scale that it's sometimes used in. Hopefully the person who created SharePoint is not listening to this, and I'm sorry if you are. <laughs> so um, anyway, that's a really strange analogy, but I, but I love it. Um, I was thinking about it the other day when I was using SharePoint. Um, so, you know, it's really the ability to catch yourself when you are in a critical state, in a judgmental state towards yourself or others, and you say... Oh, shivers, look at me. <laughs> look at what I, look at, not look at me, look at my mind. Look what it's doing. Because you are not your mind. Detach from that. And um, and then you can say, I'm ready to learn through love. Or I'm surrendering my fear to the universe and I'm ready to learn through love. And 
you that so that's my first book recommendation, which is um, Gabby Bernstein's "The Universe Has Your Back." Now, so on the ego chat, might as well jump into that. The next um, couple of books I have to learn about more of the ego, and some of you will already know this wonderful, wonderful man, and that is Eckhart Tolle. Okay, so E C K H A R T T O L L E. And he wrote The Power of Now and A New Earth, as well as a couple of other books as well, but those are his big ones. I loved A New Earth the most, but Power of Now is very good to start with. Um, New Earth actually, yeah, A New Earth um, is really cool in terms of its practical application, and it's actually a little bit easier to understand for those who might be new to the concept that he explores in The Power of Now, which is around the ego and being present. And he talks about this, the the fact that we are all one, that we are all just one being, and we're all just the universe experiencing itself. And he, he in, his, in The Power of Now, it's an interesting way that it's written, it's all questions that he's answered. So on throughout his days and years uh, as a spiritual teacher he has recorded the questions in the way that in and the answers that he's given or and he's probably just probably um improved those answers a bit for the book and you know it is deep and you have to reread it and it's a few pages a night kind of book um but it is really really good to talk about this um you know the ego the now um and how you can actually disconnect from it um, and he gives some practical applications there as well and um, and I'll talk a lot about the ego actually throughout this podcast because we always have to be reminded to transcend it now with Gabby as well um, and I think Eckhart also especially in um, A New Earth refers to A Course in Miracles a little bit and A Course in Miracles um, is very very in-depth and it talks about almost to the point of like the history of the universe, um, very in-depth and all the laws and what it all means, but it's very convoluted because, you know, we're not meant to know. This is another thing, right? Um, we're not meant to know it all. We don't have to, and that is the lesson. You know, we are in this primitive state as humans um, and we have lived lives as other far more transcended beings <laughs> and then we've come into this primitive state as humans where we learn so much more because when you're just like floating around being like yeah yeah I'm really just like ascended and really like advanced and technology is easy and life is easy and I'm all love and light you're not going to learn anything so the universe is throwing a bunch of us back in who are willing participants you are a willing participant <laughs> to be yet to, you didn't come in here kicking and screaming um well probably a little bit I'm sure we all did but um we we put our hands up pretty much to come back and help the universe in this primitive state where we can get our biggest growth. So a book that talks a bit about this is called A Return to Love by Marianne Williams Marianne Williamson. And she talks a lot about the ego as well. And she gives some really great examples of people's people that she's worked with um, and experience um, experiences she's had. But she breaks down um, into a more of a practical application, the, um, the A Course in Miracles. And it's called A Return to Love, which a return to love is a return to self, right? Where that kind of transcending the ego so that you can connect with your inner self, your higher self, true self, aka source, spirit, universe, because that is who you really are. So she talks um, a lot about that in there. And it is actually a, a much easier way to 
kind of understand it than some other texts. Um, so I think you'll quite enjoy that one. Um, another book, another book, which um, another really popular, a popular gal at the moment, she's written, created, sorry, a whole bunch of oracle cards and things, um, is Rebecca Campbell. And I actually have some of her um, oracle cards. She's got two decks, I think. But um, her book, Light is the New Black, is very digestible. And it's done in a way that you can just open it up and read a couple of pages um, or you can read it front to back and it has lots of practical applications but it's really again it's a practical application to your intuition to how to connect with spirit source and your intuition and I think that you'll really enjoy that that's called um, light is the new black um, and on the back here it says follow what lights you up and you'll light up the world she does really talk a lot about purpose mission vision um, what it means to be kind of you in this world connecting to your people um, and it is really important to make sure you read texts that challenge you a little bit um, but you resonate with so there's something in there that you know um, is benefiting you and your growth what's really hard and a lot of us don't do um, is question everything <laughs> like everything um, we want to question the systems that we, you know, the one thing I just never did, I was always, I worked in government for a very long time and I was in the tertiary, I was in the education system for a really long time. How long was that? So 18 years straight. And, um, I just didn't question it. I was like, this is the way we do it. And I hate it. I was miserable at university and miserable at high school. Miserable. I was a high achiever. I was always top of class and stuff, but I hated it. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. And, um, but that was all an important experience for me. It's not that it was, you know, that was, that was, I had to learn and reflect as I got older, like, why did I hate it? What is it about it? And it's all very, you would have heard the term 3D. It's all very system, right? It's all controlling and it's all creating us into a way in which they want us to be. Um, and now that I work and coach people on career transitions, you know, the transitioning out of vocational jobs, for example, teaching and nursing and policing, um, and jobs where you are trained to one thing, you feel like you can only ever do that one thing. And that's, there's a reason for that, but I won't go into that. But um, so it's really teaching them that it's like, no, you have these beautiful transferable skills. You don't have to fit into a box. Um, our education system is also archaic. It's um, a few hundred years old. We're teaching in the same way. We know that it doesn't actually work for how human beings actually learn and our brains actually learn. And also, man, you can learn a new job just on the job. <laughs> you know, if you're a decent human being and you get on with people, that's all that really matters. So it is these books, these um, experiences that you have in your life that are important. And this is why you're, it's often because we're always feeling like we're struggling or there's always something to do or be more or improve. And then, you know, we have the support network around us who we're a little bit out of tune with, right? So our little spirit team um, who are actually there to help us. And it is not that they are better or they've transcended or any way, shape or form. It's to remind us that we are not behind, <laughs> that they're actually there for the opposite reason. They're there to, one, experience this with us so that they can learn too because um, they have a different role. Uh, but it is to, just like the most elite athletes, 
have a coach and you know have all of these support people at the Olympics with them um, they're not the ones competing they're not the best ones at the javelin uh, they are supporting the person who is the best at the javelin and so your spirit team they're not better than you they don't know more than you they are literally there to support you to do your best so you can seek their help you can seek their guidance you can tell them what you need um, that's another thing is that uh, with angels, for example, they can't help you without, because you've got free will, they can't help you without you asking. So you need to ask and it is okay to ask. You know, we are these incredibly powerful beings, incredibly, incredibly powerful. And, you know, the systems that be know this um, and they use our ego and they use our fear to, to diminish us and to make us afraid because if we're in a fear state, we can't transcend um into the power that we actually have um and so i'll say that there <laughs> we're gonna say that for another we're gonna have a lot of episodes guys um so it is very being very mindful that you know you are not less than because you are on this development journey this is why you are here that is your purpose your purpose everyone's like oh what is my purpose what is my life purpose blah 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 um your purpose is to have a human experience, whatever that looks like for you, whatever you want that to look like, what do you want it to look like? And whatever you want your life to look like, that is your purpose to go out and experience that. That is actually how simple it is. What is the purpose to our existence? What is the purpose to life? To experience being human and whatever that means. You know, everything is temporary. If you think about your life, everything you've ever done doesn't last. Feelings don't last. Everything and everyone, you know, transcends, I'll keep using that word today, passes on, um, changes form. You know, it only dies. What does die? Die is so ending. Nothing really ends, does it? It's all energy. So, um, you know, it's being mindful of what am I actually here to do? And when you get in that spiral of, why am I here? What am I doing? You can actually go, I'm just here to have a human experience. And what am I doing now is I'm having an experience of this emotion on this day doing this thing. Um, it is that simple. It is just hard because we've taught to kind of seek uh, validation of our existence outside of ourselves. Another great book, so just on that, on that um, topic of kind of purpose is the book um, by Dan Millman. He's wonderful. He wrote Way of the Peaceful Warrior. He also writes a lot about um, universal laws and things like that. He wrote The Life You Were Born to Live. It's a guide to finding your life purpose. And this is all through your birth date. It's using astrology, uh, astrology, sorry, numerology um, as a part of it. And then he links in the universal laws that are um, related to your life lessons, life journey. So there's all these beautiful things that, you know, people get attached to things, you know, not attached in a bad way, but, you know, astrology, numerology, and they go, this defines me. It's not. The reason it's here is to then give you another hint at your lesson. You know, life wants you to succeed. You, the universe wants you to su succeed. We have this idea that it's constantly trying to like fuck us over and like trip us up. <laughs> 
It's not. It actually wants us to succeed. It's just that we're so in our ego <laughs> that it's like the universe is like, okay, I'll put it in a book then. Like you read books, I'll put it in a book. Rather than tapping into your internal knowing, um, this beautiful compass and encyclopedia of all things inside your heart, or it's actually outside of you, but because it's really big, um, your soul is actually very, very big, but, um, you know, rather than tapping into your heart and your inner knowing that says, this is why I'm here, this is what I love, this is how I feel today, this is what I'm going to do, this is where I'm going to go, we're so disconnected from it and we're so in our heads that the universe is like, I'll give you a flipping book then because you read that with your head and in these books, beautifully, the likes of Dan Millman and these other wonderful authors have written out ways in which to discover and identify your life purpose and the lessons that you are meant to learn. So this book, I'll repeat, is The Life You Were Born to Live by Dan Millman. Um, I'll link these in the description of the of the podcast. And that can really help you if you do need some more kind of tangible guidance around what are my lessons, why am I here? And it's all it's um all transferred through your birth date. So you have a life path number that goes up to there's only numbers only go up to number nine. If you think about every number only goes up to nine. Once you get to ten, you go one plus zero equals one. So oh it's actually zero to nine. And so, um, yes, it goes up to, it talks about your life path number, but have a look at that. It tells you how to work it out. I was about to explain with my deep breath, but I won't because you can just read that um, and reach out to me anyway. My last one I'm going to talk about is, it's called, so I have many more, but I'm just talking about these ones, A Happy Pocket Full of Money. And this is uh, by David Kikandi. And um, now it's not just about money. It is about money, but he talks about energy and uh, more the quantum field. And he merges kind of spirituality and science and he kind of backs up, you know, what would be like, oh, it's a bit woo-woo. How do we actually know? And he backs up science to say, well, this is how energy works. This is what Albert Einstein has proven with quantum physics. And actually, this is how we manipulate energy. And because we are made of energy, we manipulate energy like this to get what we want. And it's very quite simple. So um, he talks about, yeah, wealth and abundance in the here and now. Um, but he very much goes into the wants of things like affirmations and you know what you know being in alignment and being you know gratitude and it sounds you know what like oh what's one um desire but never ever want you know not being needy not being desperate because desperate energy is scarcity right scarcity energy when you are in a state of scarcity and so what that brings in is the universal laws of um like reciprocity causative effect um again that expectation if we expect to not have and uh without that's what we'll get um more of so we can't manifest from a place of lack and scarcity it has to come a plate from a place of gratitude love and abundance because it's a higher vibration and so he talks a lot about that so if you are someone that does want to heal your relationship with money this is a really good one or just with abundance uh, overall uh, this is quite a good book a happy pocket full of money by david kakandi i'll talk more about abundance and vibration and manifestation other uh, episodes but so i just wanted to share some of these books and you know, these are not self-improvement as in you need to be better, you need to improve yourself because you're lacking or unworthy or, you know, not good enough. Not at all. This is all about 
if you are struggling with your current human experience and you are like, why am I here? And you're in this doubting state because that's your ego, that's your mind. And that's okay because that's what happens when we, you know, are kind of a slave to it. Um, I urge you to read and explore, you know, healing modalities, really great, you know, Reiki, things like that, meditation, always ideal, um, but reading some books that really talk to you about, you know, why we're having this experience and why it's important and why it's okay to feel like you're feeling, but to use that as a, um, a directive, like if the fact that you're feeling like this is saying this, so where can we go with that? Um, it means that I'm disconnected to myself. It means that I need to reconnect with what's important. It needs to means that I need more experiences in this life to, to make it feel like I'm making the most of it. So, um, have a look at those texts, those books, um, I just buy them all online, um, whatever resonates with me. And remember, you're always supported. Talk to your guides whenever you're feeling a little lost, sit in meditation, talk out loud, talk to yourself, talk in your mind, and there will always be an answer and it will always be a loving one. And if it comes through doughty and scared and negative, that is not your spirit guides, that is your ego, that is your mind. So take the loving message and of course reach out to me. I'm always willing to chat to you um, to help out because I love to hear about your experiences. So I'll talk to you soon and I can't wait to hear how you go. Bye.